0: Okay, so you're building a house and you've got the option to do brick veneer or double brick. You're buying a unit and the walls are not concrete. Does it really matter when it comes to buying property? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it today.
1: Good morning mark how are you i'm good how are you good thanks top of the morning i know double the brick double the price haven't we heard that one before
0: (laughs) it is do you know what it's it seems like it's a topic that we don't talk about much anymore and in the uh 90s 2000 2000, people talked about a lot you know they're really the double brick thing And
1: the concrete slab thing was real and it was good it depends who you talk to i think people maybe some of our older clientele um definitely still gets brought up quite a lot and then i find from some of the younger clientele it doesn't get brought up unless they've got someone that's older that's in their ear about it
0: absolutely um what what is the
1: difference, what's material wise? Look, put simply, it's so obviously the title to say double the brick, double the price. Like, but there's what what, what, what is double brick? Double brick is where. What you is double brick? How do how do you make that? Double brick is literally that two two lots of bricks side by side. So when you're looking in a home and when you go and knock on the walls, a brick veneer home will have it appears to be let's say the home behind me brick on the outside and then you knock and then there's chip rock on the inside when you're knocking on the walls versus double brick, you'll see bricks on the outside, you go to knock on the inside and you're going to be knocking straight onto brick as well so there's two sets of bricks there.
0: So you're going to hurt yourself whether you uh, headbutt the wall from the outside
1: or from the inside? Yeah, if you want to put it that way, Put simply <laughs> don't, headbutt, don't headbutt a double brick wall.
0: <laughs> now with double brick uh, people should also know there is the option of doing a timber floor or a concrete floor on the ground floor, and there is the option of doing the concrete floor and a timber floor on the first floor. So then, when yep. people say double brick and concrete slabs, uh, um, that's that's a pretty solid home. Um, yeah. that's a Pretty home. But what? I, but most importantly, there was no other tech. So hmm. in the in the thirties and forties and fifties. It was one extreme, or it was the other extreme. One extreme was a wafer, a wafer skinny home, uh, fibro on the outside, uh, fibro on the inside. Um, yes. Didn't in, did not insulate well. Cold in in winter, hot um, in summer, and uh, and as you know, not really good for you. Um, that the, mm. that fibrous cement that was used. And then there was the other extreme, which was the technology was, you know, stone, I guess, long, long time ago, which yeah. went over to bricks and then which went over to sort of concrete. Um, so, you know, technology's changed. That, that's it, the biggest thing that's, that's brought us to where we are today.
1: Yeah, I think in nailed in terms of the, the technology. It was just it was simplified. You either had something that when you build a brick home with concrete slabs, it was built to last, it was built solid versus you could only go to the other extreme, which was literally building something that was so fragile that especially with the technology of the materials then um, was not guaranteed to last, and it didn't last very long as well. So you went, okay, I'm either gonna do a cheaper build or I'm gonna do this suit. maybe it wasn't as expensive back then, but something that's really, really solid because there was no real in-between. And I think these days there is now a whole plethora of just different in-betweens that people can do depending on budgets, and a big thing I think it comes down to is cost. So the
0: oh, – and back then it was the same thing, I guess. It was cost prohibitive um, to be building the, the amount of labour that went into a double brick home or, or yeah, a well uh, concrete slabs or whatever that is, that, or, or concrete yeah. walls at a home, a lot more <laughs> costly. Now, I think the pro, uh, something we should talk about before we move over to, to how that affects your pricing Mm. Um, is the actual tech, I guess it's all about the user, um, the people, the homeowner. And when these guys are living in their home, um, it's about comfort. And Mm. these were pretty uncomfortable homes uh, in the last couple of generations. Um, You know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, if it was a fibro home and you, you were really, really hot in summer and you were really, really cold in winter, uh, noise transmission um, was also a, a thing between rooms and between you know the road. Um, it was and the weather. It was just a it was a harsher place to live in. Um, but what what actually happened is the technology just got so good with lightweight construction. It almost had the same acoustic and thermal properties and solar properties as a brick with with this cladding, cheaper form of construction, the cladding. So what started to happen was when they were cladding the outside of the home or they were jibrocking the inside of the home, the products got really good. Um, So people sort of started going, well, I don't actually think
1: I need to do the whole brick thing. Well, yeah, and if you're able to save on labour, you're able to save on the amount of build material with it and you get a similar result, you can understand why it's moved in that direction. Um, yeah. And I think for people, when you're looking at buying a property even building a property, you've got to really nail down why exactly you want to build with a particular construction, like in terms of what, what type of materials you want to use. Um, I find that a lot of people that I speak to, maybe sometimes it's a bit too simplistic in terms of they don't know why it's good. They just know it's good. And then they go, well, this one's bad because I've been told it's bad. Um, versus, like, when you actually speak with a builder and they go, well, feasibility to actually make this work and uh, achieve what you want to achieve, Mr. Owner, um, there's a few different range of options. Well,
0: I sold – this even transfers over, over to units because I hmm. um, I distinctly remember a unit block I was selling. Um, there was 80 units in the unit block. Hmm. Um, and, you know, that's a big unit block. It was seven storeys, 10, 12 units per floor, whatever it was. And I remember buyers were coming through knocking on the wall. Yeah. And they the buyers had a really hard time because units were probably the last class of, 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 of housing to actually move over to lightweight construction. And being yes. such an enormous building, they were like, you've got to be hitting me. How can I be living in a building this big and knocking on the walls and the walls aren't strong? It yeah. really changed people's perception. And I'll tell you what the developer did. They armed um, um, our sales team with the product that was being used. They armed our sales team with the product that was being used compared to Brick side by side. Yes. And then they armed us with the acoustic um, score that their walls achieved Mm -hmm. and the thermal score that their walls achieved. And also the physical distance was actually bigger between the cavities, so it breathed in between a little bit a little bit more. Yeah. And they proved scientifically that yes, it's yes, it's not a, a brick wall or a concrete wall, which you'd expect between units. But it's safer fire wise, it's safer thermal wise, it's safer, it's better noise wise yeah. than a brick wall. And that started
1: turning people around yeah well look if the science is there it's, it's hard to argue with it and it's like anything in life where there's the an older mentality with something and it's always hard to change people's perceptions of things especially when you like you have the science there but then the media gets involved and they go you are lightweight constructions are, are not good they're just cutting costs um and then that just completely changes everyone's perceptions as well but when you dig down to it there was lots of very poorly built brick homes back then as well um and people always and i find this really interesting where you go like some of the new builds people go i wouldn't touch a new build it's 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 built poorly there's no guarantee of that there's lots of ones that have been been built well i'm sure there's lots of ones that have been built poorly i can always guarantee for all your 1960s 1970s red brick blocks around the northern beaches let's say specifically dy there's a lot of them that were built well and there's a lot of them i think that weren't built so well as well um it's not necessarily just instruction material that affects how good of a build it is um and that's where i think sometimes people get a little bit lost with it they're not worried necessarily about um i guess how good the build was more just okay if it was specifically this material then that's the be all end all that's going to change my opinion of it um so i think it's interesting we've got a couple of comments here as well yeah So, so good morning to jeff luby
0: good morning to mel um, and uh, Luke Moroni, is it worth the money to get double brick? Nicole's got a comment. We'll come into that shortly. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it worth to get? Is it worth the money to get double brick?
1: Depends how much you're paying.
0: <laughs> it depends what you want from it. Do you want to know the short answer, guys and girls? To build or to buy? Yeah, yeah. that's the bottom line. I yeah. think to build, it's probably for me personally, it's a no. And I think to buy, I think it's an absolute yes, because I don't think you're paying a, a overs for it. And if you are paying
1: overs, I don't think it's much. I agree. I, I think you're actually paying unders, to be honest with you, when you're just t- talking purely about build cost, where these days to build some of these, like we've sold a couple of homes recently, these massive double brick mansions, big concrete slabs, huge big concrete slabs between levels, and the homes are selling for X amount of millions. Um, including the land value of the property. And then if you were to add that up, let's say buy that land raw and go build that home again today with the exact same materials, you'd be overcapitalizing more than what you pay for home by probably a couple million dollars more again. Um, So I think buying it is phenomenal. um, If that's what you're looking at to build, I think you're just unnecessarily spending extras. All
0: right, Uncle Luke wants to know investor Versus homeowner double brick. So, if you're buying for an investment, would you treat um, what we just said different to if you're buying as an investment? I
1: don't think massively different. Sorry, yeah, refer- no, refer- um, I don't think there's a massive difference. I think the same principles still stand. It depends on the price yep. that you're popping it for. It depends what you're trying to achieve with the purchase with it. Um, And I think those numbers come backwards as well. Obviously, maybe for an owner-occupier, you might be slightly more, go, I've lived in double brick before, I feel more comfortable in that, I know it's good, so I'm going to do that again, which is understandable, versus investment, you might be more swayed either way because you're not going to live there. If the numbers stack up, then it makes sense. Um, That's the only way I can see it swaying. Um, And Nicole's got a question. So, with a minimum of one level of brick, you can save cost by making the second level or top level using marine plywood. This will provide insulation and strength. It is used a lot in the USA. Obviously, there's a technical way of doing this. Yeah. So, pretty much, and you do see this a lot as well, where you've got a lot of homes that are either single brick or double brick on the the ground floor um, to put simply, I guess, make a proper foundation. Um, and then the top floor is obviously a lot lighter weight as well. Um, you save on cost there. You still have that solid foundation. I guess you get a bit of best of both worlds that's quite common as well you, you do see a lot of homes with that sort of setup especially when you've got these maybe original single-story brick homes and they've had second-story add-ons they tend to be a lot lighter way up top and a good a good point there a lot of
0: these questions this topic we're entertaining principally on sydney um and but definitely also australia uh around the world it's different uh and it depends on the climate that you're dealing with around the world it's sometimes impossible to deal with um uh uh different types of construction for instance if it's an area that's um due to uh gets faults or on a, built on a fault uh it gets earthquakes uh and stuff like that on a regular basis there are cities that, that have that and they are the buildings are built to shake, and lightweight construction is is, is a better a better build. So yeah, if true. if it does if it does shake, it doesn't crack and, and, and you know ruin the building being being brick. So, um, yeah, and you know I, I think America, for example, like they they just they they really don't like a double brick, um, like the
1: like the Aussies do. Yeah, it's very true. Or especially some of the, a lot of the European background Aussies as well. That's that's sort yep. of where that comes from because there's a lot of the the old um Europeans double the brick double the price that's sort of where that, that light hearted joke comes from where they go, Well I've got a double brick home so it's more solid, it's worth more
0: Oh uh, and, and, and people were really people are really passionate about that um sometimes when they're selling it. they've lived in it and loved that's it. Good. Uh what else does Nicole gotta say?
1: So back in the days families to come and help with that throughout the bricklaying process using wrong mixtures and getting a lot of poor builds yeah exactly that's the thing you don't um, the nice thing about these older double brick properties is they have stood the test of time so if they're still standing there solid now chances are that's not going to change but that's the thing you don't know what's gone into it back then also in terms of the way that it was constructed um i guess proving the the test of time will always sort of help um but it's the same thing with some of these newer builds. I, I think a new build's cop a lot of flack um, unnecessarily. And it's funny because it's almost like a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because new builds cop so much flack with their lighter weight construction, it almost forces these build, some of these builders, they can't really put all this extra cost into, let's say, the building costs um, to make these more solid builds because then people aren't going to pay the premium for it. Um, So they've almost forced them to go back to the sort of maybe slight, not cutting corners, but like these lighter weight constructions. And it's this vicious cycle. Um, It's really interesting to see from the outside looking in, especially on uh, being a real estate agent, us speaking with all these buyers, hearing about people's opinions with it. um, It's a really tough nut to crack, I think. Yeah. And and look, that's... uh, uh...
0: People that are aware of double brick or cladding Mm -hmm. and the type of build these days um, is probably less. Michael, what would you say when you're um, dealing with buyers on a house? How many many buyers, say you had 50 people through open house, how many of those 50 people would have this awareness that we're talking about
1: today? Awareness, probably quite a lot. People that will actually bring it up to me and say, this is something that's crucial in my decision making. About 30 35 percent. Nice, interesting, Uh, yeah. And that's also, and that's what I'm saying. Like, funnily enough, it's a lot of the um, more older generation that would bring it up to me. Or if it's someone that's younger that's bringing up, you can hear they're saying it, but unless they're like a builder or someone like that, you can hear it's their their mouth, but it's someone else's words that's coming out. Well, it's like buying a car, you
0: kick the tire, and you're buying a house, you are that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Got to knock on the walls. Ooh, solid. Another wall. It's good. Like this. <laughs> like that. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. That's a show. What if? Hopefully,
0: Hopefully it helped you. Share uh, this to someone if they, if you, if they're uh, considering this topic at the moment. I hope we get, we helped everyone out there today. And Michael, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Bye.